good afternoon. It's 14.30 and you're right on time for the Rising Voices. I'm Sambambi Samantha, your host. And I am your co-host, Grace Mbewe. And you are welcome to your favorite show on Chongo Community Radio 104.5 FM. So, let's get right into it. Today, we are going to be discussing anxiety and excessive compulsive disorder. Samantha, what is for branch I think anxiety comes in so many forms, but it's the feeling of restlessness and worry, concern to do something, fast heart rate. Um, anxiety and excessive compulsive disorder obviously require medical diagnosis. So we're going to be having uh, a special appearance from an expert later on in the show. But for now, we could listen in to the views of what the public thinks about anxiety and excessive compulsive disorder. Sometimes so jamuntunishi ni otaika na maganizo sari pamozi. Aganiza vipuposi ya nasiana. Kwa zi mtungati akonze kerama kala redi pa chintutamina achiti. Ie mawe ya meninga kambiru. Kwa where someone is unable to complete a task because of a disorder that happens in the brain. I'm not too sure exactly what causes it. I'm not taking the time to research on it but I know it's 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 a it's a it's a mental disorder. You know, one starts something and then they don't complete it, want to jump on the next task and then they remember they have something to do. So basically that that's what I understand from the two questions you asked. Wow, wow, amazing points coming through from Moses Nirenda. And of course the people of Chongwe, Tazimvele Lateka, a lot of people have different views about the subject at hand. Others say anxiety is fear. Well, that is what they think it is. So right at this moment, we are going straight into listening to our colleague who is going to share her opinion on anxiety disorder. It is none other than Rolensha Kangolo. So pay attention and don't go away. Hello, my name is Rolensha Kangolo and today we are joining us again for another exciting topic under mental health. Today we are looking at anxiety compulsive disorder. Anxiety to me, this is the feeling of fear, fear of something happening and a compulsive disorder, this is just you being obsessed with certain things or how certain things are supposed to run. In the recent years, uh, in the first year of COVID-19 pandemic, globally, the anxiety and depression levels increased by a massive of 25% according to scientific breath released by the World Health Organization, the WHO today. And also the highlights have been uh, affected and summarized the effects of this pandemic to the mental health has also increased and concerns about this potential increase in the mental health conditions avoided prohibited to 90% of countries surveyed to include mental health and 
and psychological support in their COVID-19 response. This information that we have about this impact, um, that how it has impacted uh, people mentally is just... Uh, the tip of an iceberg, we see that there are more cases uh, coming and uh, people, there are few that have reported these cases because they are afraid to visit these healthy facilities or visit a counseling um, personnel to talk about their feelings and what they are going through. Uh, people suffered a lot due to this COVID-19. Others lost their job. Others uh, didn't see their loved ones for a long time. Others were lonely. And others just were afraid of dying. So you see that that triggered um, enough stress for them. They were anxious. Uh, they felt that fear so that's really increased the number of people suffering from this mental disorder. So due to this same uh, COVID-19, I think uh, we now need to have a lot of uh, centers uh, where people can go to talk about their feelings and how they are feeling. We feel that um, we have few few places where people can go to express themselves and uh, just talk about how they are feeling, what they are going through. We have few, mostly here in Chongwe, we see that just uh, we have this uh, Chongwe hospital. This is just where people can go and uh, talk about their feelings. I feel if we can have more places where people can just go and talk about where they are, how they are feeling and what they are going through and just get counseled about life, it will be much better because uh, people are afraid to visit such facilities because they Few maybe they'll take them to China, they'll declare them mad. So I think if we can have um, just a way of just talking to these people and not making them feel like maybe they are mentally disturbed, I think uh, that would be a good idea. Uh, that uh, from me, that's all. Thank you. Um, that was very very interesting opinions, Rolinsha. Um, very interesting myths and facts attached to it too. Grace, what do you think about the fact that people with anxiety are considered crazy? I actually feel it's quite unfair because um, anxiety is uh, something that can occur to anybody regardless of who you are. And I think people should stop doing that because it, it's quite alarming. Uh, this anxiety, if not taken care of, can lead to a lot of bad situations. So people should stop judging people that go through this. Um, yeah, very much correct. And um, um, do you remember I mentioned would be enlightened by an expert? Well, my co-host Grace will be carrying a chat with Mr. Ngoma, a clinical officer psychiatry at Chongwe District Hospital. But please, I'm tired. Grace needs a breather. You all do too. So let's shake off with some music from Chile One. Yeah. Mr. Cashboy. Yeah. My name is Chile One. Mr. Zambia, yeah, we shall want to be no more tonight. Tell number one, that's Promise me you never give it up. Promise me you never break it. Promise me you never leave me for somebody else. I am scared of losing you. It really hurts. Yeah, 
Once again, 
My name is Grace Mbewe, and with me is Mr. Elias Ngoma, a clinical psychiatrist at Chongai District Hospital. You are welcome, Mr. Elias Ngoma. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So, to start with, uh, anxiety is a normal reaction um, of someone. Everybody can have anxiety, and it is a signal to the body uh, that something is about to happen. There is a danger ahead. So it's just simply a normal reaction of the body system uh, when they are under stress. Sure, sure. Oh, so you've you've mentioned something like uh, a normal reaction, a signal yes. to the body. Yes. Does it connect with fear? Like um, a lot of people say that anxiety is when you're about to do something and then you have got that fear in you. Does it connect, or maybe they just beliefs? Very much, it does connect. Actually, so one of the main symptoms of anxiety is fear and no worriness. So somebody gets worried, all of a sudden they, they are afraid of doing something. So it does connect. Fear is the major aspect of anxiety. And um, what is excessive compulsive disorder? So excessive compulsive disorder, these are disorders uh, which are characterized by recurrent or persistent thoughts and actions. So somebody is having thoughts and actions which they cannot restrain themselves from doing. So you find yourself thinking about a particular thing over and over again, and when you have a particular habit, which might not even make sense in most cases, because that's a disorder. So each and every one of us, we can have a thought which you might be thinking about because of something, because of an event over time, it's very much normal. But then it becomes a disorder when it's persistent. So you may, for example, have somebody is busy thinking about colors. Which color is, is good, this color is bad. You know, persistently. So you may also have thoughts, like, you know, like eating your nails persistently, somebody's not stopping, uh, counting steps. All of a sudden you find steps and you want to count them, you want to count the photos. So these are persistent thoughts and behaviors which are not okay and you've got difficulties from stopping them. Okay, for me that's first time hearing the, the examples that you've given, like thinking about colors. Is that even common in Zambia or maybe it's not? Uh, well, it's not so much common, but they are there. There's like a simple, there's a small percentage of people who are affected by such. You know, others, they can be obsessive. For example, there are people who are very particular with how certain things are done. They are not open to change. With them, it's supposed to be done just in this particular manner. This is the way I want my house to be arranged. Somebody comes with a different idea. Should they change? They are not okay with it. The chair is supposed to be here. You cannot change how it's supposed to be put. So it's an obsession. So they just want things to be done in a particular manner. No change, nothing's supposed to be done. It came at work. We've got people who are obsessed with certain actions and behaviors. They're not open to change. They're not open to advise. Somebody cannot talk to them. Somebody cannot correct them. Somebody cannot you know, give them instructions. It's all about them and how they want things to be done in a particular manner. No ways about it. So we have a lot of features, of course, in Zambia. And other people may not even realize it that it's an obsession, but we have such kind of, of, of conditions in our country. Yes. Okay. Since you, you have explained quite a lot, well, we want to find out the, the other side of it, the effects of 
the anxiety, if at all there are any effects of excessive compulsive disorder, want to find out the, the effects. What are the effects? All right. Um, so, like we said, some of the generalized effects of you know symptoms of anxiety, you may have fear, you may have you know worriness. You know, there are people who even have dry mouth. There are people who even have palpitations. There are people who have dizziness. All of a sudden, you feel dizzy. Uh, you cannot communicate. So, in the first place, they hinder your association with other people. Okay. Hence, restraining you from the benefits that you get with other associates. It could be at workplace because you are always anxious. So you want to restrain from the public. So people are anxious, they want to restrain, they want to avoid people. Others, they even miss work. So this is somebody who's supposed to work, supposed to vote for work. And because they are experiencing anxiety, they avoid work. They give excuses. I was sick, I was shy. And then there's, there's no impact that is taking place at the workplace. There's no impact that is taking place in the society. Others, they can even be fired because they're ever missing work. When they're given a task to do, they always have excuses, you know, why they're not supposed to do those things. So, it, first and foremost, it affects your associates with people. Uh, you know, that there's what you call, you know, anxiety mutism for the children. They can talk when they're at home, but when it comes to going to school, they want to strain themselves. So, you find that the child's performance at school is, is affected because they want to miss classes. It's an anxiety, it's a disorder. They want to miss classes, but not at so effects are there, you know, with the social life, issues to do with academics, issues to do with, you know, just other aspects and different aspects of our lives. All aspects, actually. Okay. Um, I haven't quite understood. You mentioned something, uh, a word that is more complex. I don't know if it's a medical word. You say dry mouth. I don't really understand this word. Please try to explain more. Uh, all right, there's nothing complicated about the way it's just having a dry mouth. You know, this is you run out of saliva in the mouth. You know, there's supposed to be some lubricants in your mouth, you know, to facilitate your talking. So, somebody just has a dry mouth, you know, they're having difficulties to talk. You know, the, the tongue, there's no lubrication there, so you cannot talk properly. Um, yeah, in simple terms, that's that's what it is. Um, uh, just another question about stammering. I, um, a lot of people, a lot of people say stammering is an inborn, it's genetic. How do you look at that? Is it really genetic or maybe it might be caused by this anxiety and compulsive, whatever? Of course, I, uh, stammering in the first place, it's genetic. That's one of the main causes of stammering. And then you can also have some disorders in the brain, um, malfunctions, you know. Once in a while, somebody can stammer, not that that's the way they talk. No. When they're out there, they can talk okay fluently without stammering. But when they're given a platform where they're supposed to present or address people, and then they start stammering, then it becomes an anxiety disorder. So if away from that, then the person talks just okay, they're just okay, they can communicate friendly. It's, it's never an anxiety disorder. Or when they're alone, they also stammer. It's not a disorder, an anxiety disorder. So only at occasions when they're supposed to talk to people, present over something, then they start stammering. And then now we can say, okay, this is an anxiety disorder now. 
Wow, amazing, amazing explanations there. So, uh, after we have um, we have understood all that you have explained, now we want to find out what can we do, what can be the solution to overcome these anxiety feelings, this excessive compulsive disorder. What can we do to overcome them? All right. Uh, so, what you can do first and foremost, uh, seek help. Very important. Seek help. Seek medical help. Uh, there are counselors out there who render help when it comes to uh, these disorders. At the hospital, there are drug treatments. You know, there are some specific drugs. You know, when they become so excessive, there are some specific drugs which are given, some like antidepressants. Um, you, at the hospital, again, there's also psychotherapy where you know, you've got the one-on-one talk with the counselor trying to you see the cognitive aspect of, of, of one's person and just help them out. So seek help at the hospital facilities, there are such kind of treatments. The drug treatments, the cognitive therapy treatments, and um, of course, learn more about your disorder. Something that you know you've got more information on how you're going to overcome it. So you know I've got this problem, I've got this in face it. Don't, don't, don't avoid it. Okay, I'm so compulsive about this, obsessive about this action. Face it, talk about it, learn about it. Don't be too much ignorant or refuse to be corrected or want to be corrected. Learn about it and, and you, be get, you, you eventually get help. With anxiety, take enough rest. It, it helps. Uh, exercises, do some exercises. They also help you in, in terms of releasing your brain chemicals. Because the anxiety brain chemicals, they are also affected there, you know. So it just helps to, to relieve the stress and improve your mood. You can also get, um, hang out with friends, very important. Have those times. Except for people obsessive, you know, and just spend some time, hang out with friends, you know, associate with other people. They, they help so much. But most importantly, seek help so that you can go into details with the counseling aspect, the other methods which are used when it, when it comes to the psycho, psychosocial counseling aspect with such conditions. Wow, um, that was an amazing explanation. Thank you very much for coming through. Uh, we will hope to meet you again next time. Definitely. Thank you so much for the platform as well. Thank you. Mr. Ngoma shares some very good points about how and where we can get help when we feel anxious. But let's go for a little break before we wrap up the show. Ah, but when to angaku onele momandi, na wauzat when you pinky and you orange. I don't even go to present. Manje, want was anyone a bunch of shoe? Ah, but don't you think this is pink? Ah, I think this is orange. I really it's think pink. it's orange. It's pink. I think everyone else sees pink. What color do you see? I see pink. Grace, what color do you see? You money pinky. Wow, nane pinky. So, but I think people are going to just like, you know, I have to present and I'm so all over the place, like I'm sweating. I feel all over the place. Like I'm I think you just need to calm down. It's just your anxiety kicking in, but you're going to do, you've been doing this thing for a long time. Come on. You will do just fine. You've got this. I know that. Generalized anxiety disorder statistics show that this condition affects 2.7% of the population with 3.4% of females and 1.4% of males. 
1.8% to 1.8% of global population suffers from OCD. So, speak up, speak out, help us reach out. This message is brought to you by the Raising Voices from the Agents of Change Foundation in conjunction with the Children's Radio Foundation. Alright guys, it's almost the end of today's show. Just a quick reminder that living with anxiety and ECD does not make you crazy. Please remember that even when circumstances become challenging, there's a whole lot of things we can do for ourselves. Um, you could get good night rests at night, exercise, eat well. If it still bothers you after 48 hours, get help. Go out, connect with young people. It helps a lot. Another thing is visiting healthcare facilities for professional help, you know. They would prescribe drugs to help you control anxiety. And uh, please do join us again next Saturday, 14.30, for another interesting topic. Chongo Community Radio Station. I'm Samantha Sambambi, your host on The Rising Voices. And I'm Grace Mbewe. Until next time, goodbye from us. Thank you for listening and enjoying the rest of your weekend.
can do lo baby cuz I feel pato zone Kanilanga mumenso mwanga uzaona ndiwe chape In my head in my dreams yeah baby what it gonna we no never naka take oh more reality feel amba i cannot believe it Tell me tell what a man can do kukuchosa muchi kwa timulandu kukuma no kuchusha tensambu tensambu takwe tensambu esa gosh contact Nexus Music